You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 86. Well, it's Mark again talking with uh, my good friend over in the US who has been doing some interesting house decorations. If you've ever seen Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation, you might be able to picture what these house decorations are like. Kevin, have you fallen off that ladder yet? Ah, well, good day to you, my friend. Uh, no, I haven't fallen off that ladder yet. It's uh, Today is my, this this weekend here in the United States, it's the weekend prior to Thanksgiving. Uh, and this is the normal weekend I do my outside decorating. Mark wanted to decorate, or decorate, shit. Mark wanted to, to talk earlier, but I had planned to be outside decorating. Well, I ran into some troubles which required me to take a little drive, and I had to go pick up some new decorations. Yes! Uh, <laughs> That's always fun. Had, There's nothing wrong with buying new decorations. No, I needed a... Um, last year, I mean, I, I was getting ready to do the stuff, and then some other way more complicated stuff happened. I won't go into all that. But my snowman that we've used for years that I set out in the front yard, and he was kind of like a, a white wire frame. Then he has this acrylic... I don't know how to describe it. This uh, this this acrylic like mesh strings over top of the frame, and then lights inside of him. Mm-hmm. Well, Tubby, as he was affectionately referred to here in the Alder household, uh, bit the dust last year. Uh, his head quit lighting up, and then I fixed that part. And then uh, part of his torso quit lighting, and I said, "You know what? I've had enough of trying to rewire Tubby." So <laughs> Tubby went bye bye. Poor so Tubby. I, he 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 went to the great beyond, uh, known as the recycling yard, <laughs> and, and I was have been on the hunt for a new snowman. Finally, last week in the the sale papers, the weekly sale papers that come out in the newspaper, and yes, I still read a physical newspaper. Send me hate mail. Go ahead, belittle me on Twitter, but I still enjoy reading a newspaper anyway. Uh, the local, uh, or not the local, the uh, the flyer for Kmart, which for people that don't know what Kmart is, it's you know it's a department store, mm, kind of on tier with Walmart or something like that. I guess would be the best way. Some people would say it's below Walmart. It's a little more um, lower class. But anyway, they had a, uh, a a snowman which he looked pretty good. He looked like something I'd want. So I got online and I looked and he looked I looked at the pictures and I went and looked at him and he looked pretty good, but my local Kmart didn't have him. Oh so no. Went, ah, crap. So I got on and I checked and the Kmart that's uh about eh, it's about what fifteen, maybe eighteen miles up in West Virginia from me, um did have it. So I purchased it online for in store pickup. And uh so I had to drive up there pick him up, you know, the people were very nice and everything like that. I don't know, Kmart, it was busy as all get out. And uh, I got, uh, uh, we're going to call him, I think we're going to call him Tubby Jr. since he's a little <laughs> little shorter and a little skinnier than the other Tubby. Because he's not, the other one was really round. It was big round mesh mm-hmm. balls that fit together. This one, this one's a little more colorful, I think, than the other one. Same basic design, but he's not as... Uh, Thick through the middle, I guess, is the best way to say it. <laughs> so uh, when I get him and the uh, tomorrow I'm going to go back to it, i got to get all the extension cords run. 
because I have to wire everything, and I've got to get all the decorations. I got the sidewalk lighting to put up. I've got three uh, six-foot-tall wire trees with different color lights on them that I put out in the yard, and I put Tubby kind of uh, Tubby Junior in the middle, and then uh, we that'll be. And then I also out back. After I do that, I run. Uh, they're what I call old-fashioned Christmas lights all around the edge of my deck down and around the rail and all the way down to go to the ground because my deck's a little over story off the ground in the back so i run the lights all the way down and around off that mm-hmm. so i gotta i gotta finish all it up do that and get all the wiring run all the extension cords and i think this year i might also decorate the bushes out in front of the house i might put christmas lights on those as well so i'll do all that and get that set up and wired but I won't light it up other than to test it. I put it on timers and stuff like that. But I won't I won't do other than test it tomorrow evening. Uh, I won't start lighting it up till after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I've got I've got a lot of outside decorating to do. But what I think is interesting is the reason that you don't decorate, Mark. Oh, I I, I won't touch it. But see, I don't like spiders. So I. To explain to the listeners who may not understand that why why that is, because I scream like a little girl when I see them, Kevin. I just no, I, no. What spiders have to do with Christmas decorations? It's not Halloween. Oh no, but they're, they're out on the house. They're, they're so we we live in a, a really bush. Uh, we actually border on the bush. The bush is literally a hundred meters down the road from us, uh, to then just a, a big forest, and we get these weird big ass spiders all the time and it's bad enough when they creep in the house but they're on the outside of the house gives me the willies i know you said something about you we talked about this one other time not on the show i don't think about you putting up decorations outside but you didn't want to because the spiders would spin webs between the stuff you out on the lawn and then and then by and then by the time you go to take it down You've literally got to, you know, hose it all down because there'll be spiders all over it. See, all I have to do is try to pull the stuff out of the frozen ground. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, this is January and it's, you know, it's regularly below freezing every night at that time here. Now, I've got a question for you. How do you run electrical cables when there's snow without getting zapped to hell? Because... And I know that the decorations themselves would be waterproof, outdoor proof. I know that, but your extension leads, are they all outdoor extension leads or how does it work? So like even the connection between like a cable for the Christmas decoration and the extension lead, when you put them together, it's not always a perfect seal or over time it can separate. How do you prevent like snow, then water, of course, getting into that connection and then you know, zapping the whole house and going kaput, you know. I get little mini umbrellas and I stick in the... (laughs) Seriously, is this the dumbest question I've ever asked or what? I deserved that. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just, I'm teasing you. Um, When I run, I mean, I have to run multiple extension cords and I have to use, because I power most of the stuff, like I said, I put it on a day-night sensor. So it turns the lights on automatically at dusk, and I have them run for five, around five and a half, six hours. 
is how long they run. So they cut on generally around 5.15, 5.20. So they run till about 10.30 or so at night. Um, but the way I do it is I run all the extension cords. They're heavy-duty outdoor extension cords. They are made to be used outdoors. But then every place there's a connection between two cords. And even, you know how some cords will have where you can plug one into the back side of the other one? Yes, I take electrical tape, black electrical tape, and I tape those connections, seal them shut, and make mm-hmm. them weather. But, you know, even the ones I missed one one year, and it snowed and had snow on top of it, never bothered it a bit. It worked fine, never had a minute's problem out of it. So, I don't know. I think they're, I think the, the fact that they're made for the outdoors helps them. Yeah, definitely. I get like two or three rolls of electrical tape, mm-hmm. you know wrapping all the connections, making sure they're good and tight. Cause then in January, when I go to take the decorations down, cause I'll leave them up from, I'll put them up this weekend and I'll take them down probably new year's weekend. So, um, they'll be up for quite a while. And yep. then I, but I take it all down, I bring it in the garage and then I take all that stuff apart. And then I have the ball of, of used electrical. <laughs> <laughs> but now some, now some of the decorations like, um, where I've taped things together and where I've uh, covered over plugs, I just leave that on there if it's you know going to be used in the same way the next year. Sure. Um, like the lights that go out around my that I put on the deck out back, I just leave those sets con- connected together. I don't redo them. I only if the electrical tape starts to come apart, do I go in then and um, do something with it? But I just leave that alone every year. The the other thing that takes a tremendous amount of time because I don't want to put staples. Like Chevy Chase was stapled <laughs> and stapled himself to the house. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to put staples in my deck rail, so I you you know what a zip tie is? Yes, like I think uh, we we call them cable ties as well, where it's just like a loop and you just tighten it down. Yeah, I use those, and I go around when I put the lights on the deck rail. I use those to hold it on, and then I also fix it so that the bulb sticks straight up. Mm-hmm. Of the deck rail. Then if we get snow at Christmas, it looks really cool because you'll have the snow on the deck rail and you have a hole, but it glows the color of the bulb. Oh, that's cool. I've got some old pictures of a couple of years ago when we had some snow, and uh, it, it it looks really kind of neat when it does that. It's kind of it's kind of funky looking. Like uh, it was the same year we had the uh, my sidewalk lights, which they change colors. They, they're LED and they change colors. Oh, that's the other new cool thing about Tubby Jr. He's not just an electric light-up snowman. He's an electric LED light-up snowman. <laughs> so there's a little tech for you. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had a bunch of snow right before Christmas, and they and they completely buried. You could not even see my sidewalk lights. We had that much snow. Wow. But when we turned on that night, you saw these light spots appearing underneath the snow. When you, if I stood upstairs and looked down on where the sidewalk like there the snow was lighting up. You didn't see the decoration, you just saw the the snow changing colors all around. That is so. very cool. Now I've got another question, another another stupid question, but we've seen the Chevy Chase Christmas vacation movie, which we both absolutely love. We see that he turns them on and then the power plant needs to go and, and turn on the nuclear power backup system and, and you know the whole city just it dims and everything. What what's the cost like? Like when you get your power bill after Christmas, do you go, 
Holy crap, I shouldn't have put those lights up now. Um, nah, it's not too bad. I mean, plus the outdoor decorations that we do. I mean, it does go up. It probably goes up. Mm, it probably ends up costing me an extra 60 bucks, 50 or 60 bucks for the month or so. So it's not terrible. That's not too bad. It, maybe 75, I can't remember. But see, on top of that, then I have the, we put uh, icicle lights in the windows. We have candle, uh, electric candles in the windows. And then I've got three Christmas trees lit up in the house. So um, we do tend to go through a little more electricity that time of year. <laughs> so, um, but it's not terrible. And then, and, of course, uh, you've got all the new toys that you get for Christmas that you've got to power up and charge the batteries for. And it, it's an expensive time of year. Plus, you've got all the cooking as well, you know, because uh, you're cooking all these big feasts as well for everyone who comes across. So, uh, got yeah. our big. Real big feast coming up uh, this Thursday, Thanksgiving. Now, now, now tell me about Thanksgiving, because not being an American, I know Thanksgiving, but I don't really know the story behind it or, you know, why you guys celebrate it every year. And I think there'd probably be a few people internationally that listen to the show that, that wouldn't as well. I know it's a big family event and get together, but what's your take on, on Thanksgiving? Well, the... The history, mythology type of thing around Thanksgiving is that it was a celebration of the pilgrims when they landed in this country, uh, the first successful harvest they had. You know, they toughed it out. A lot of them had died. Um, then the Indian, the, the Native Americans, Indians, uh, came in. They, they made friends with them, and they actually signed a treaty, and I can't remember with which Indian nation it was, um, they signed a treaty. and It was one of the longest treaties that ever survived between uh, settlers and uh, the Native Americans. But it was a celebration around the fact that, you know, we're giving thanks to God that, you know, we survived. We're going to make a home here in this new wild, wild, wild world that we've come to. You know, it was, we're out on, you know, we're out on the frontier here. Um, and it just kind of evolved from there. It, it became a national holiday. I can't remember. I think it was back in the late 1800s. If Oh, man, my history's failing me. It became a national holiday, and it was then eventually moved to the third Thursday in November. It's always the third mm-hmm. Thursday, what it happens to be. This year, it's about as early as it usually occurs. It'll be the 22nd. So it's just a day of giving thanks for all the the bounty that that you've received. That's why you see the cornucopia, uh, which is a symbol of bounty and, and good uh, and good harvest. So it's 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 a, a theory of giving thanks for your family, giving thanks for what you have, you know, and, and being thankful. Um, so it, it's it's it Thanksgiving, giving thanks. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. what it is. Modern day America, it's eating till you about pass out. American football for some of us um, and then starting and they really this is what's ticking off a lot of people used to always be the day after Thanksgiving was the one of the biggest retail days of the year and they call it Black Friday because it was the day when the retailers went from being in the red to being in the black mm-hmm. the amount of money they made and they've always you've always had tremendous sales they always had things you know be the first one at the store when you open and you'll get this great sale. 
Well, over the years and in the last few years, it's really accelerated. They had the the whole thing where you, you have a great deal and somebody say, okay, well, we're going to, instead of opening at 9 a.m., we're going to open at 8 a.m. before any of the rest of the stores do. So come see us first. And then you say, oh, we're going to open at 7 a.m. Then a year or so later, we're opening at 6 a.m. Then it was 5 a.m., 4 a.m. Oh, my God. All the way back to some of the stores start this stuff at midnight on Thanksgiving night. And, and people used to line up. I mean, I can remember um, even as, 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 uh, early, as late as last year, they did, they, and there's always articles on all this stuff. The local Best Buy store had a line of, I don't know, two or three hundred people that had been there since like three, two or three o'clock in the morning to be the first ones in the store to get the great deals. Like you'll get a high definition te- big screen TV for, you know, 40 or 50 percent off or some ridiculous price. Uh, I did it a couple times, but I can't stand the crowds. I'm with you. Yeah, they're try- they kill each other. I mean, literally, we have had the last two or three years, there have been people that have died in the rush to buy these things. I mean, this is capitalism at both its best and its worst moment all at one time. So well, it's, 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 really, it's really bizarre. But, I mean, you do get some great deals. And, you know, but now there's even some of these stores uh, are opening – Thanksgiving night, uh, and some of them are even open Thanksgiving Day. They're only closing down from like four to eight or nine p.m. to let the employees go home, have a quick meal with their family, and then they got to be back to work. And some of them have got to work all night into the next day. Hmm. And there'll be big sales on that. There'll be there'll be it'll be toned down a little bit for Saturday. Sunday's kind of even keeled, and then there's Cyber Monday, what they used to call Cyber Monday. When uh, and that, that was because before everybody had brought or a big portion of the population had uh, broadband at home, everybody went back to work on Monday where they had broadband internet service and all their shopping, online shopping there. Um, but you can get some extraordinary deals. Um, the Black Friday ads are out and people plan. I mean, I got a good deal on one monitor last year, it's normally a $170 monitor. I got it for $99. I'm wow. not gonna turn. And I think here, I may even, and I mentioned this when I was talking with Bart on the No Silicast last weekend. Uh, I think I mentioned it on the air. Uh, Microsoft Office 2011, the student edition. I've seen it in the Black Friday ads for $69 US. That's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. That's, and I may even consider buying it. Uh, because as I said on, on there talking with Bart, Numbers is great. I like it, but Excel rocks my world when it comes to <laughs> You know what? I'm sure Microsoft would love to hear hear that comment. Okay, so Kevin, just quickly, let's go back to, to the Christmas lights because out here we also do the Christmas lights. There's suburbs out here um, that, you know, people put them up and then they compete against other people in the same street. And there's even suburbs out here where you have the ice cream vans and the coffee makers and that the portable guys on wheels rocking up and, and literally earning a ton of money because people literally go and walk past all these decorated houses and, and drive past them and, and all that kind of stuff. Does that happen in your neck of the woods as well? 
Um, it doesn't happen as much in my area, but in some of the warmer parts of this country, uh, like if you go out to parts of California, down into Florida, I believe it does, you will see, you know, um, street vendors out, you know, selling stuff, whether it's a ice cream truck or somebody that's just got a push cart type of setup. You will see that as people walk around and look at the decorations. They even have certain areas, uh, it's not done around here that I know of, but where the they close the streets mm-hmm. so that um, people can walk around and look at the decorations, and you know, it, or or they'll or they'll set the street up so that traffic can circulate through without screwing things up. We used to we usually get a few cars. I don't live on a main drag, so we usually get a few cars because um, the people ride around. It's a big thing to ride around and look at the Christmas lights. Everybody will, you know, take a weekend or take a Friday or Saturday night pile everybody in the car and go look and mm-hmm. you, you know you go hunting them up and trying to see who you can find who's got the most audacious uh christmas decoration we used to have some neighbors up the street that we lovingly referred to as the griswolds because <laughs> they really lit their house up he tommy spent he used to spend a good day and a half outside putting the lights up on his house wow it That's was commitment it, it, yeah, he did. He enjoyed. It. He was, you know, he didn't have any kids, but he enjoyed it, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and of course, they brought traffic into the neighborhood, and then they'd see my decorations, which weren't quite as elaborate as his, and they'd come down my street to, you know, and see my decorations. They get a little point of pride there, you know. But they've moved, so I don't know how much I draw anymore. Uh, I'm sure you do quite fine, and uh, certainly we'll be looking forward to putting one of the the pictures of of what you've got set up this year in the the show notes. Maybe for our Christmas episode, when you you know we'll just send constant Christmas songs throughout the entire show because well we're stupid and we're goofy and we're geeks and we just love having a joke and a bit of fun. So uh, that'll be fun. Now speaking of jokes and a bit of fun. I'm getting really pissed off with the Big Ben theory, Kevin. I don't like season no. six. Say it isn't so, Mark. You can't. I don't like it. I don't. Okay, number one, someone has to go into Penny's apartment and shoot her in the head. Plain and simple. Whoa. It's it's America. <laughs> you know, that stuff happens there. <laughs> but uh, You have a great view of our country. I can see that. <laughs> blame the media, blame the media. All, all we hear about America is guns and wars and and all, all the ludicrous stuff. But no, look, in, in all seriousness, the Penny character has really got stupid this year. She's overplayed the, the dumb blonde side of things. She's just looking ridiculous. And, and then Leonard, of course, is looking needy and pathetic. And I'm just, I'm not gelling with either character at the moment. It's like, please... Get married and go and live in the suburbs and come back twice a season. You know, <laughs> if that, or, or literally just write them out of the show. I, you know, we, we've often had the conversation where Leonard was supposed to be the main lead character of the show. It switched across to Sheldon because obviously he's a much better character. Um, and that's still that way. But I don't know, the writers, I, I think they should have. I'm, I'm starting to think that they should have cut the show at season five and not renewed it. I think if I look at a, a TV series like Deadwood that I absolutely adore, three seasons, man, they were just getting started. They could have done four, five, six, all the way up to ten, 
and it would have been brilliant. But at the same time, when they get too far, they tend to screw up the shows. We've seen it before. And you're talking about the same production team that did Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men was great for the first few years, and it started to get stupid. There's only so many times that Charlie Sheen can come down with a grin from ear to ear with, with another <laughs> woman on his arm and not have an STD. You know, it's like, how is that even possible? It's like, it's not possible. Um, You know, and I think the Big Bang Theory is sort of going to that stage where the humour, and I I wanted to lean it towards The Simpsons. Again, for many years it was good. Then they started hitting a a sort of type of humour that wasn't very humorous. Um, Or maybe my type of humour, I really didn't get it. So I stopped watching it around season 12. And, you know, thank God they released a movie because the movie was very good. But the the TV series just got bizarre in in some places. And what really, I think, iked me was episode four, maybe? It was the one where Wallowitz comes back from space. And I don't think they really did the space thing long enough. They could have got some more gags out of that. Had him up there a little bit longer. I would have liked that. Um, but where Penny was challenging Sheldon to to all this thing, so they did the um, they did the, the what's the picture thing where you draw pictures and people guess. Um, oh, Pictionary, Pictionary. Pi- they did Pictionary. Then they they did you know other quiz type things, and then the end. Here they are sitting around the table, and they're going to eat this blueberry pie. Nothing wrong with blueberry pies. Might be raspberry pie. I don't know. It was a pie. Nothing wrong with pie. I like pie. But here you've got Sheldon about to throw his head into the pie, eating it like a damn dog because he's got to beat the blonde bimbo penny. Ay, ay, ay. No, get Penny out of here. Gone. I think her character just doesn't have anywhere to move. I mean, in this season, she's going to a community college, doing a history thing, and it's like she's playing up this dumb blonde thing. And I don't know about you, but I just don't like that type of storyline. It's I don't think it's, it's very good for the younger generation of women that are actually watching the show. Okay, you've got the, the ultra-smart women with uh, Amy and... Um, Bernadette. Bernadette, thank you. But I don't think that, that Penny should be that dumb or be out of the whole group the dumb person. I really I disagree with that. I don't feel comfortable with that storyline anymore. It was funny initially, and it was good initially, but this season she's really playing up, oh, look at me, I'm just a dumb blonde. I can't, I can't stand it. It's really, I'm going to dump the show. If it doesn't pick up, I'm really honestly going to dump the show from my watching list. Um, I'm just so disappointed that they'd have Sheldon sticking his head in a pie to beat Penny. It, it, well, it, it's not a Sheldon thing. It, it's you know, it's not a Sheldonism. Well, Sheldon, there is no way Sheldon would stick his head into a pie and think that that's normal. Yet it was written into the show. It's like, oh, you writers, understand continuity and, and understand who Sheldon is. And Well, I, there's a term... Uh, that's used widely that I've heard a lot of people use that that describes what you what you see of the Big Bang Theory. It's called jumping the shark. Do you know that term? I don't know that term. 
Uh, do you remember the show called Happy Days? Oh, I love Happy Ooh. Days. The Fonz, one, two, three, yeah. four, Happy Days. What Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Happy Day. That great. Well, uh, you know it, what? Yeah. Yep. The, the entrance yeah, okay. was probably the best. But anyway. Anyway, there was a they they got into that show went on for a long time, and it got to a point. You know how Fonzie would do stupid stuff. Yep. Um, and I think Henry Winkler's a great actor. I, 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 I'll say that up front. I, I think he's Likewise, a, a good he, actor. He, he's the god of acting, in my opinion. He's a great actor. But there was one episode where they had him on water skis. He was out in California someplace, and he ski, was being drugged, and he went on a ski jump, and he jumped over a pool of sharks. And that's when they, everybody says that's when Happy Days went, <laughs> went you know, it jumped the shark. When they had Fonzie on water skis, wearing a leather jacket, jumping sharks, that's when that that show went in the tank. You know, yeah. it was done. But, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I still enjoy the Big Bang Theory. You know, they're going to have not such good episodes, and sometimes it's the subplots and stuff like that don't always mix in well. You're probably not going to like the subplot of this week's show. I know you don't get it as quickly as I do. I watched it not last night. I watched it Thursday. It's on Thursday night here in the United States. Um, so I watched it then. I do my level best never to miss an episode of that show. Um, and I still watch Two and a Half Men because I think it's actually getting better now with, uh, uh, what's his face, Ashton Kutcher, who I'm yeah, not a real I, big fan. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't watch it. It was just one of those shows that I went, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I again, I have. There's another new show I like, and I've talked about it too. Is I like Two Broke Girls. I think that one's a mm-hmm. good show too. Um, but anyway, Big Bang Theory. I'm still a fan. I still love the show. I am going to still watch it. I know they renewed them for three years. Oh, so God. That please, goes, please tell me that they're not renewing the actors for three years and just the show for three years. They renewed everything, oh, so God. that would take. Through this season and next season. So they've got at least the rest of this season. But you know, give it a chance. They they're they're taking the storyline. I mean, you're you're seeing some more development of the uh Bernadette and Howard thing, you know, Wallowitz. But but that, seeing- that's going well, you know. It, it it's it's not going too bad. It, it's just the whole Penny Leonard relationship thing that does not work in any Stretch of their imagination. And then, on it, top of that, you've got Penny just acting dumber than she's ever acted in any other season. In this season. It's just more clueless. And it's like, why are the writers writing in these parts for her? It's just... Uh, yeah. I, I don't I, know. I'm just... I'm disillusioned, I guess, by it. It's just very disappointing. Um, and look... Well, I, I've gone through seasons of the Big Bang Theory where I can say that, yeah, there's not a bad episode there. You know, there's a couple here and there that aren't my favourite, but this season, out of the seven that I've seen, a good four of them are rubbish. I just want to throw them away. Well, I mean, you know, everybody's different, and I understand that point of view. I I completely understand that point of view. But my inner geek, um, that scared little guy that I was, you know, for... uh, 35 years ago clings to the hope, you know, seeing the, the geek that is Leonard and Sheldon Well, Sheldon's a whole different story. Um, it's good to see a geek, uh, come home with the, with the gorgeous 
gorgeous chick. It's nice to see one, win one for the. I also like the the storyline that I wish they played up more was when Stuart, the comic book store guy, was living there while living with uh, Kuthra Polly. Yep. While uh, 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 was in space. That was a funny storyline. That 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 had some potential, and maybe they'll get back to it. I don't know, but that was pretty good. So, and then the most recent episode that you've seen is the one where it starts out fun with flags. Now, that's the best episode out of season season six. And um, not that I'm, you know, a massive, massive Will Whedon fan. Um, you know, I, I do like him. I think he's good. But, you know, I can do without him as well. It doesn't matter. But it's just that all around, that's a good episode. It really, you know, brings back some of the sci-fi stuff, some of the science stuff. And it's not... Look, it's... Even the episode before, where Sheldon was excited to play Words with words with Friends, I think it was, with Stephen Hawking. That's what yeah. I like. Go down that track. Don't go and have them stick their heads in damn pies. I, that episode is the episode that, would you know, that a hardcore geek would just make you go, bunk, and, and flick it out of there. It's like... I watched the whole episode and I'm just like, really? Why in God's name? And and this is supposed to be funny. And I didn't laugh through the whole episode. I almost cried. It was that pathetic. And it's, you know, if you look at the science basis in it, it's now turning more into the personal relationship storyline than it is the science basis. There used to be a lot more sitting around the university lunch table uh, and dealing with, with things within the university and stuff than there is now. There used to be a much more intellectual side of it. It now seems to be dumbing down a little bit. And before, you'd have jokes that, you know, I'd sort of hear something that was sci-fi or science-related, and I'd laugh, and then someone like Gretel, who isn't into that stuff, wouldn't laugh at that. She just wouldn't get it. But then she'd get the non-science and sci-fi stuff and laugh at that, and I'd sort of go, really? That wasn't funny. But now, now there's there's less of the science and sci-fi stuff, and I don't like that, Kevin. I want my well, characters to be there themselves. I don't want them to, them to the bend up the geeks. I don't want them to bend to peer pressure. And whilst I acknowledge that, hey, hey, you know, Leonard's getting the girl. She's not committed to him. This is the whole problem. You know, she's not really committed. She doesn't want to do the I love you stage kind of thing. She thinks that he's needy and wants to help all the time. And she's criticizing him behind his back, which all women probably do. Who knows? But it's just, (laughs) it's one of those things that I go, no, no, please just get them out of the show. Move them along. Because Bernadette and um, and Amy have really come in and... They fulfill so much of the show now. Um, you know, when you look at their storylines and, and what they go along with, it's just much better than the Penny situation. Penny is really this this weird chick now. It's sort of handing over to one side. She's not a geek. She's not into science. She's not into education. I think they should just get rid of her. Blow her brains out, as you said. Um, I think you'll find Can I this say week's. That? <laughs> I'm mean and I, cruel. I think this week's episode, um, when you see it, will offer you some additional insight. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, um, and I think it will. 
it introduced a possibility and a subtext to a lot of what you aren't liking about the show. I'll leave it that way without spoiling it for you. So, yeah, look, you know, I'll continue watching it, but it's got to start getting much better because I'm not on the edge of my seat. Okay, iTunes, where is it? Is the latest episode there yet? I'm not doing that at the moment. It's like, oh, okay. And then literally I had to catch up over the last couple of days on three weeks' worth of shows because it's so forgetful at this point in time that I just don't cling to it. I just don't go, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. Now it's just like, yeah. Well, see, it's forgetful for me just because I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, you know, I I just want them to do more appropriate storylines. Like, if you look at Sheldon doing something stupid, remember when he was in in the the kid's big ball thing and he was ducking down, moving around, popping up and going bazinga? That was cool. That was Sheldon. Sticking your head into a pie? That's not Sheldon. Sheldon is the type of person who would go, you if anything was out of place. So having pie all over his face, that's not believable. That's just stupid. And it's... Oh, that, that pissed me off, Kevin. Well, I you know, maybe they're testing the waters trying to figure out where they should go. Maybe they're, maybe they're testing it saying, okay... Our loyal viewers don't like this track. You know, this isn't this isn't the character Sheldon, so we need to go back to where we were. And maybe they're just. I'm going to hold hope. I, it's my favorite television show. But, it, but I, here's I, the problem: if, if they, okay, there's only so many geeks and nerds and weirdos in the world like us, and uh, <laughs> there's more normal people than us. Norms. The norms. They're the norms. So if there's more norms, then they're going to go more normal storylines, and then we're going to end up with what was really our show. And, you know, we see this in in computer technology all the time. Twitter comes out. Oh, it's for the geeks. It's for the geeks. Now everyone's on Twitter and all these different... You watch TV. Oh, here's our Twitter account. And it's like, yeah, go away. This used to be our domain. This used to be for us only. We were cool and... Look, Facebook, same thing. It was based around education, university, and and technology and geeks. And now everyone above the age of 13, and even many who are under 13, are now on Facebook. And it's like, yeah, we don't want to know about that. We want our own little private domains. That's what makes us independent. That's what makes us different. That's what makes us nerds and geeks. We want our own thing. And this show was finally our own thing. It was really dealing with a lot of those issues that we have and as we've said on the show before many times or I have anyway I can see a bit of myself in many of the characters and then more of myself in in some of the characters and um they're ruining my show they're ruining it ruining it for ratings Kevin and I, I just Oh, look, I hope it gets better. I really do. I hope they just don't screw it up to the state where it's really honestly not watchable for me. Because at the moment, I'm waiting weeks to catch up on it. And then I'm still disappointed enough. Like, you've mentioned an episode that, or hinted at the episode that I haven't seen yet. And I've got to be quite honest. I'm not that interested in going and even checking on iTunes. Is it there yet for me to watch? I'm just... Yeah, I get to it when I get to it. 
And that's a shame because I used to not be like that. I used to be, have to see this, have to see this. I would stop everything. It didn't matter if I had a deadline or anything like that. No, oh, I'm watching this episode as soon as it came down the tube. And uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not happy with season six. I I know at the beginning of season six, we were talking about how long could they run the, the Wallowitz storyline about being up in space. They missed something that, it wasn't even talking about the science or the engineering that he was working on up there. They couldn't even come up with the cheesy storyline as to what possible thing he could be working on. All it was was his delusional attitude and, and you know, video chatting, you know, with, with advertising big Bose headphones, you know, from the space station. It, we have no idea why he went up there because that wasn't explained. We, ha- we didn't see him testing things while he was up there. They're, they're really, they're making it comical, but they're not keeping the science there, which used to be there, you know? It's, um, and look, this season, even, even with Penny, she goes into, into the university lab with Leonard, you know, and they end up getting it on in the lab. Okay, every geek's possible dream. But <laughs> it's also like, right, this is the first time in the whole six years season run that she's done that it's like oh jeez no <laughs> and then she remember that other scientist a few years back who rode the motorbike um you know she went into the university oh, yeah. at that stage so i don't know it's just it's getting to the stage where it's stupid i'm not liking it i want it to go back to having more science topics having more uh sci-fi topics being just more geeky more nerdy and less look at me i'm like barbie I don't want Barbie and Ken, and that, and that's what Penny and Leonard are. They're Barbie and Ken, and of course, you know, Ken's a good-looking guy, and Leonard's nothing like it. But you know what I mean. It, it, I just want them gone so that they can get back to the science and get back to the stuff I personally love. And that's selfish, I know, but that's me. Yeah, and and I'm a little disturbed by the fact that you think Ken's a good-looking guy, but that's a whole other issue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had to say that because you know, just the way it yeah. is. I, 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 listeners, I now have this picture of Mark with the little Ken dog going, "I want to be you. I want to be you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But, uh, uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, you know. All shows run their course. I mean, they they all burn out after a while. They they jump the shark. I put air quotes around that. You know, some some good shows, uh, some of my favorite comedy shows over the years have done that. They did it with the uh, Drew Carey show. They did it with. Um, I used to love the show that Roseanne Barr had called Roseanne. Yes, that was a good show. Uh, and but it when the kids got older and the storylines they. It got weird because I, I still remember laughing so hard when they had that one episode where Becky was supposed to get up and talk to the school. She was uh, giving some sort of speech, and then she comes home that evening. She slams the door. I'm going to die. I'm going to all this stuff. And then Darlene comes in, and they said, what happened? Well, she said, there it was. Becky was up on stage. She walks up to the microphone, and then it happened. Becky cut the cheese <laughs> and i mean they just all started laughing here's becky all prim and proper and then she farts standing on stage in front of the whole school but yeah a year or two later when the kids got older and 
they they tried to I, I and I mean I know it's tough it's it's tough to be creative on one subject forever and ever. You have to change storylines. You have to. We talked about this rebooting of series last week. We talked about the uh, rebooting of the uh, Star Tra- or the uh, Star Wars franchise with the fact that um, it got purchased. Lucasfilms being purchased, and you know all that sort of thing. So everything runs its course. You know, it's what's the next thing that's coming along that's going to be funny and take its place. Who knows? But. I'll stick it out for the next year or two with the Big Bang Theory, I think. But I I, I begin to wonder, you know, too, maybe that the storylines are, are dropping off. They're becoming a little too normal for too much for the norms uh, among us. Because I remember the same thing with the humor. I remember the first time they said something about an MMORPG yeah. on, on the show. And, and my wife looked at me and went, huh? I said, massively multiplayer online role-playing game. She went, oh, dear God, and I'm married to this man. (laughs) (laughs) But see, Um, that's the humorous part, and that's what I like. And then other things we won't find funny, but our spouses will. You know, so, I don't know. I just, they're they're just buckling to ratings and and public demand, and we're just still that small minority who gets laughed at, you know, in the school ground, Kevin. Yes, we, we and we we get swirlies and stuff like that. Of course, you get a reverse swirly down there, being in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> thank so. God, thank God, I never got a swirly in my life. But I know, I know other kids who did. And uh, yes, uh, anyway, so Big Bang Theory starting to give me the shits. I would love to see it get better. You know, look, it could even be that it's got nothing to do with the, that the series has run its course. It could be that they've got rid of a couple of riders from the previous season, put in a couple of new riders, and with new riding styles and, and new opinions, that's, of course, then changing the way the show merges and, and sort of moves forward. So it could even be that the riders have changed. You know, there's a lot in the, the back end that we don't really know about. Um, and actually, you can probably look up who's who's been the writer for each episode anyway, but um, it just feels like it's a different set of writers, maybe something like that. Um, yeah, so anyway, we'll, we'll soon see. I, I just, I really want to stop uh, seeing Penny play the dumb blonde though, because, you know, I like to be able to watch the show with my daughter because she likes Sheldon she thinks he's funny. <laughs> but with the dumb blonde stuff... That's as bad as Barbie in my book, and the only place for for Barbie is on the barbecue roasting away. Um, Literally, literally, if anyone buys my daughter Barbie gifts, they they get told, no, you take them back. There's no, we are a Barbie-free household. We don't do Barbie. And actually, I got the Barbie burning on the barbecue from Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun uh, music video back in 90, somewhere between 93 and 96. And um, it, it was a really look on on YouTube for it. Black Hole Sun, really funny video. It really just it it's so funny. It's, it's not funny, but it's got a, a little Barbie doll roasting and spinning like you know a a, a, a pig would on on the spit. So uh, it, it's rather funny, and that, that's always been my belief. That's where Barbie belongs. Um, and it, it's just it's just that female self image, though. You know what I mean? I I want my daughter to grow up. With self-respect, I don't want her thinking that that's the way women are, should be, or are perceived to be. 
you know, and and that's why I'm really starting to hate Penny's character now. It's like, no, I cannot stand this because you're doing everything that I don't agree with and that I don't want my daughter to grow up and see and and mimic, I guess. Uh, I hope that my daughter's smarter, you know, than that to not mimic it. But I don't, I don't like the airhead attitude. Um, so, anyway. Now that I've got that off my chest... Oh, <laughs> have, have we approached our hour mark, Kevin? Because we had to stop halfway through because of Skype. And I've lost... Um, we've, we've got about another 10, 12 minutes before we hit the another, hour mark. Another oh. 10 or 12 minutes. Well... Let's see, what have we got? I think we need to... Talk. Oh, what's that new show called that you've been watching? You mentioned something about a <gasps> reality TV oh, show. Yes, this is a great one. Actually, I just, just am now discovering it. But it's... Um, it was on... It's, been on, it's had one season and it's the second season. It's a show called Duck Dynasty. It's about this group of guys. There was this. Uh, you know what? I, about this, is that on A and E? I don't remember what it's on. Because I, I think I've seen it, and and they like I've seen the album artwork in in iTunes, and they sort of have these weird duck suit kind of things on in the album artwork. Yeah, there. What it is is it's this uh, guy. The thought, the 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 whole thing is there was this father that made duck calls. For duck hunting, uh-huh. and then then he had these sons, and the one son went to school and got a degree in business, and he started. Um, he took this company that his dad used to run out of a shed, and turned it into a multi million dollar company, and now what they produce is duck calls and deer calls for hunting. But you know, and there, so you got these guys that were suddenly just down on their luck, rednecks, and now they're multi-millionaire rednecks <laughs> and, and you have the, the 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 clash of things and how they come together you know having a lot of money but still having their values they're down in uh louisiana if i think if i'm remembering and it's just funny the the the, the stuff they get into they have they because it's the main character they have the main characters they have the father the two sons they have a couple of the guys that work for them they have their wives they have their one uncle, Cy, who I think is absolutely hilarious. He's a, he's a, the stuff he does and says just just cracks me up. Um, it's an, a hilarious show, and, and you know they walk around, they drive these the the opening for the show. They they have this big Rolls Royce pulling up, and then the guys get out and they got on like hunting camouflage hunting boots and tuxedos mixed in with camouflage. And the one big thing on the whole, the, all the family, they all grow these long uh, ZZ Top style beards. Yep, I, I know the show you're talking about hair. now. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but it is in one of my wish lists to either, you know, sort of watch somehow because um, it does look quite good. It is. It's very good. I would recommend the listeners go over and take a look because it is. Uh, and I've been told on a recent episode. Uh, uh, something they do to poor uh, Uncle Cy or Cy as they call him uh, is is absolutely hilarious. They they showed a re- rerun last was it last night or the night before I was watching it, and they had they were they had made a redneck swimming pool because the AC had gone out in the place where they make the duck calls in the business there, so they'd taken some tarps and put them in the bed of a pickup truck to make it watertight, and they filled the bed of the pickup truck with water. And they're floating around in the bed of the pickup truck. 
So oh, um, they, they do stuff like that. They'll they'll have they'll get stupid bets and arguments that they'll get into, and um, like they were trying to get honey out of this. They found this uh, beehive and they wanted the honey and. You know, they said, well, I heard that bees don't sting at night. So they tried to go get it at night and, <laughs> uh, out of the stuff. You know, all this. Sounds all like a grudge. You know, so I would have been taking a watch. It, it is funny. My whole family enjoys it. So and it's good, clean. It's humor. It's clean humor, too. Yeah, I definitely so, have to give it a look because it sounds really good. Hey, you know, you know what? I was, I was actually sort of half laughing about something else that I, I came up with when you mentioned this Uncle Cy. I was thinking, you know, Cy's a pretty good name. I, I like this, the name Cy. I was thinking, you know, if only I'd known five to six years ago that, you know, of the name Cy and that was in my memory bank. So I could have called Nicholas Cy, middle name, Phi Greentree. Cy <laughs> Phi <laughs> Yes! <laughs> oh, I rock. That poor boy has enough problems just being your son. <laughs> There's no to make his life even worse. That's, you know, that's, that you loop back to the Big Bang Theory. Leonard said when a couple seasons ago when it came, when he and uh, the girl that used to play Darlene were messing around. Oh, yes. Uh, Actually, now Pink. she should come back because she's perfect for him. Yeah, but he, and she said something about. Oh, I didn't know you played the cello. He said, yeah, my parents thought it wasn't enough to get me beaten up for being smart and everything <laughs> else. They decided I should play the cello to have my butt kicked and something like that. That's, you know, that's just, that's not fair. I mean, you, how can you look at a son? Look at this little baby. and It's like you, you see some of these names that people tag their children with. And unless their family names them, how can you look at this tiny little bundle of joy and call it Aloysius or, or, or <laughs> you know, just I can think of it. I don't want to use any of my friends' names that I think are a little strange, but you know, there's, <laughs> they, usually they're middle names, fortunately. But I, it's just like, how can you look at a sweet little baby and, and call them that? And it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't get it. So, and to do that to your poor son. Sci-fi green tree. Oh my lord! That's funny. It, it's absolutely superb. Though. I think it's great. Who knows? Maybe I should change my name to Sci-fi Green Tree. There you go. Oh, I think that's perfect. <laughs> you should high, high sci or no? You should be hi-fi Green Tree because <laughs> you. <laughs> uh. The music and stuff like that, so you could be hi-fi green tree. No, I, I prefer my sci-fi. I think. Uh, no, I, I thought that was a, a, a good one, so I'll, I'll pay that one. Anyway, on that note, I think we better uh, call it a, a day for the show, so that the listeners can get back to their normality. And uh, if anyone would like to criticise me, especially my opinion on shooting Penny in the head, because I'm sick of. Penny and the Big Bang Theory, send an email with your criticisms to gse at mymac.com and uh, we'll get them, we'll read them on, on uh, the show and publicly humiliate you as normal. Maybe that's why we don't get feedback. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to be publicly humiliated by us. So We, we, we wouldn't publicly humiliate you too much. Just, just a little bit. It depends. Look, you know... Can sh- constructive criticism all the way um absolutely love it so please feel free to and uh i only joke about the 
the uh, belittlement online. We uh, we certainly wouldn't do that. If you've got a, a valid opinion, we'll certainly read it and discuss it on the show. And uh, Kevin, where can the listeners find out where to find you and, and what you do uh, during the next week, I guess? Uh, well, I'm a little hesitant now after you've talked about shooting Penny in the head, but you can always find me over on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, you can find links to the other stuff I do. I also want to take this chance to wish all our U.S. listeners a very, very happy Thanksgiving for this upcoming Thursday. And try not to eat too much and uh, root for the Dallas Cowboys because that's my team this (laughs) Thursday when Fantastic. So. And for anything relating to me, simply head across to markgrontree.com. And for anything else relating to Geeky's show, over to go back and listen to uh, the episode that Tim and David did a couple of weeks ago about Star Wars, which was absolutely superb, probably the best episode of, of Geeky's show ever. Simply go to uh, com. And when you actually look at that web address, it looks like Geekiest Shower ever. I don't. I, it just it bugs me every time I type it into that domain. It's like Geekiest Shower. Oh boy, we're not having a shower. Anyway, yeah, we need pictures of us showering. That's the last thing we need. I don't. Look, I don't even want to have a picture of me showering. It's bad enough that I get get out and stand in front of the mirror. <laughs> How Gretel puts up with me, I don't know. She, she no, she's an angel, an absolute <laughs> angel. God bless her. Uh, indeed. <laughs> And on that note, thank you for listening and subscribing. Until next week, take care. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. I'm Elisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the Three Geeky Ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the Three Geeky Ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network.